Picture this. Recording studio somewhere far, far away. It's me, Perez Hilton. Hello, Keith. Hello, Amico. You thirsty bitches. Here's to a great 2019. Stay thirsty. And if you're really parched, I got a hose for you. For my hose. <laughs> Happy 2019, you guys. Wishing you all the best in the world. Mwah. Hey, Keith and Michael. DJ Barry Harris here. Just wanted to wish you thirsty bitches all the best for 2019. How great year. Oh my god, we only got fucking two shoutouts? Are you fucking kidding me? What's wrong with that? Um, it's 2019. We should have gotten at least 10. Yeah, everyone's busy, but our, our friend Perez was on there. Oh yeah, that's true. And of course, ooh, that daddy. Yeah. Uh, Who's on later on the show? Yeah, Barry Harris. The international top DJ... <laughs> Hot Daddy. You really like his voice, His you? voice is so sexy. You think? Yes. Yeah, he has, he has Seriously, got a, he's got when he talks, it's like my butt cheeks open right away. Yeah, if you don't know about Barry Harris, uh, look on uh, Google. You will have known. You've, you've, uh, you've been dancing to one of his tracks. First of all, though, we've got Madonna. With Express Yourself. Express Yourself. Express it, honey.
There we are, we've got Benny Madonna, Express Yourself. Do you like that one? Oh my god. You know, uh, like what we were just talking, every time I hear that song, it just reminds me how much no, no, Lady no, no, no. Gaga ripped off this song. Oh, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. I'm just like so shocked. I mean, I knew she did. I mean, no shade to Lady Gaga. Um, but come on, girl. Yeah. Come on, girl. Yeah, but she's been, I mean, Lady Gaga's talented she is, but she's talented. She has copied a lot. I mean, one of my favourite singers, Bette Midler. She's copied Bette Midler. She's copied Lady Gaga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Happy New Year! Yes, well, Happy New Year to oh, you too. Happy 2019. And by the way, um, before we start, we need to we need some music in here. So oh, just let me let me no let me play my playlist because your music sucks. No offense, <laughs> bitch. Please, mine's going out. Mine's getting ready music. Yours is very somber. No oh. somber. Fuck Yours off. Is like... Let me look, look. Look. I can't even hear it. Where's it coming yeah, from? It's coming from. Look, look. Oh yes, come on. What is this? Is this like some? Uh, Laura Branigan, self-control. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, self-control, oh my that's god. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's alright. Oh, not this bad. is so good. Oh, this, you know, this, this song puts me in such a mood, you know, like such what a kind sexual of mood. mood. Honey, you sound like she up for us because um, <laughs> give away our no secrets. come on no the thing is that people have to know we're professional yeah, we, we are. are professional we print things out you should do the interview later it's only taking us three hours to try and figure out how to recall know, the damn right? thing oh my god that is so fucking annoying and i was so fucking stressed and the worst part of it all is that i have to do all the work keith doesn't what do, do the shit fuck, what do you mean do you have to have to do all the i work? had to do all the work i was fiddling here i was fiddling there you were doing shit you were just drinking literally if like somebody you always can do. hang on hang on we've we've, we've got a uh, an international actor that's lady on the sofa at the moment in the room you need to come around here take a picture we want to take we want to put the picture, take a picture. up take a picture of the setup where i'm sat i don't want to because then when it goes online i can show you reference the fact that you're doing fuck all yeah that's drinking true. wine I'm and i'm the one that's joking. sat here pressing oh my the buttons. god come around and take, oh my god you're you harvey, are... harvey steven menezes aquadil come around here you are you're take so some pictures touchy. oh my god i'm not i need to prove a drink, point here drink really brings out your aggressive side <laughs> it did with amazon <laughs> earlier oh my god no, yes. see, see no you need to get this whole thing in so we've got like Harvey Steven Menez, you can look on him on Instagram, he's got about 20,000 followers Ow. like that. He's, he's an international actor. Yeah, international actor. Yeah, from well, Colombia, moved was, to Madrid. Wasn't he, tell me about that movie that, uh, what was that? The, uh, um, the Orient Express. The Orient Express. And he's good friends with Sofia Vergara. Sofia. Sofia Vergara. Sofia Vergara. I like this. Learn how to pronounce it, honey. So, I'm not Latin American, Come on, darling. Let's say I'm Sophia. Northern. Say the best so, you'll get is chips Sophia. and gravy. Sofia. Vergara. Vergara. Ver. Vergara. No, ver with an R. <laughs> yeah, Vergara. Vergara. Very good. Gracias, nada. Okay, you have... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, getting, getting back to uh, Barry Harris. Yeah. Not only does he uh, sound super, super hunky, like yeah, yeah. he sounds so hot. Yeah. Um, 
The other thing is that I just wanted to mention that he has worked, I mean, with so many, many superstars. I mean, yeah. listen, I have, we have Madonna, Britney, Christina, Whitney, Enrique, oh, Whitney. which we really don't care about. Um, what? I don't really care about. Oh, I think you matching you, I can tell. No, 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 I don't like him either. Uh, uh, Jennifer Lopez, Mary J. Blige, Celine, and I love the way that you just put like the. You just don't the, need the name. Dion. You don't need Dion. You don't need Dion. Celine, no. and uh, Cher, Janet Jackson, Spice Girls, Leanne Rhymes. Oh, come oh, on. God. That, that is, and the list really goes. Yeah, but on. We're, we're going, we're going back. That's the older people. Yeah, the olders, the the millennials say older people. But I mean, more recently, Ariana Grande. Exactly. Um, you've got all sorts of people on there. Let's have a look. You've got Justin Adele, Bieber, Chainsmokers, yeah, yeah. Adele, Taylor Swift. You can hear all Calvin these. Calvin Harris, Rihanna, you... Justin Timberlake, Ellie Goulding, oh my gosh, uh, Megan Trainor. See, uh, I mean, the list have just you goes heard on and on. Barry Harris's version of No Excuses. Hello, Megan Trainor. Yes, I have. Oh my god, that's really good. And it's and it's actually no offense to Megan, but it's actually better than the original song, yeah. in my opinion, in my humble opinion. I I, I think there's the certain the certain songs that the original's better. I mean, probably a lot of people say the original's better than the remixes. I'm quite into the remixes, but when Barry Harris touches something, you know, he's like he's touched gold. Yeah, that's to me true. personally. And we're not even going to talk about Thunderpuss, which he pretty much started out with on the gay scene, definitely. Yeah. But he's going to come up later. First of all, we talk about we've just come back from Manchester. Yes, we have. Wow. Yeah, right. We just came back for our little whirlwind tour from... Top your, is it whirlwind um, or whirlwind? Whirlwind. Whirlwind, like cool whip. No, wind. Whirlwind. Well, I can't get this graph up. Oh, God. Is it, <laughs> let me help you it's with that. It's heavy, Let me there? help you with that, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, my God, yeah. So we went uh, to Manchester for uh, two days and two... No, three days and two nights. And we kind of wanted to um, feel, you know, put a little bit of a feel of what the, you know, gay nightlife was up north. Yeah. And uh, obviously you, you've you been there before. Well, I, well, I'm from Yorkshire, so I spent a lot of time in Manchester over my earlier years. I've not been there for a while, but I mean, as you know, it, any kind of back reference to us, because you know, now you know... Amico, DJ, etc. Uh, etc. Et I'm a DJ, but we've also had club nights. We had yeah. club night in, called uh, Hashtag Thirsty Bitch in Heaven yeah. in London. Obviously, a very famous club. And also, we took that to Berlin. Well, you took that to Berlin, yeah, yeah, didn't yeah. you? And now we're kind of we're kind of like scouting around for something northern, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, is that we wanted to see what it was like up there and see, you know, what's missing because obviously they 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 have a lot to offer they do have a lot to offer so much so that i think that they have a little bit more than what london has to offer in terms of the gay night scene but the problem is is that here in london it's gotten so clicky you know so it's very difficult to start up a new night unless you you know know the right people etc etc plus as well you've got nearly nine million people in london and it just seems to be that you sell the property off you turn into flats and the next thing you know the gay bar or anything shut down which so many has in london and i think you one thing we need to contrast like london manchester what was you surprised about when you went to manchester i was just surprised with the 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 number of of gay venues there just the number it was it was it was actually like we didn't even get to go to every single gay bar that was there in two nights. I think literally if we had gone out every day of the week, we still wouldn't have been able because listen, there were just so many places. If you wanted to go, you know, for something campy and fun, you know, you had one bar. If you wanted to go for something tacky with bad makeup, you know, you, you had that as well, you know? So 
I, I was you want just... to stay out till eight, ten o'clock in the morning. Exactly. That's one thing that surprised exactly. me as well. Is like if anyone's been to London to gay scene or anywhere in Westminster in London, which includes Soho, everything shuts at three. Yeah. A new laws come in place now in East London, Shoreditch. Everything shuts at twelve or one. You go out any any night of the week, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and you've got clubs that are open till six and eight o'clock in the morning in Manchester. Yeah, yeah. Well, remember that one that you that you were like it, it closed like at ten a.m. It was like open from six p.m. and it closed like like ten a.m. Can you imagine? I know. I blessed as one DJ on the we yeah. went there about midnight, didn't yeah. we? And it was like, oh, DJ, it's quite empty, it's quite cold, it's quite a big venue. Yeah. And this DJ was like playing for 10 hours solid. Oh, like, yeah. How on earth can he possibly do that? Yeah, that's really difficult. But it was that's really difficult. It was, oh my God, it was the funnest moment yeah. that I've had. Well, I'm, I, I really don't go out of London very much. Um, AKA not at all. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, no, it was amazing. Yeah. I, I had I had the best time, and I, I, you know, I think that I have there's like a special place in my in my cold stone heart for uh, Manchester, and I really yeah. really do think that if no when we do something up there, not yeah. if because we definitely are going to do something up there. I think it will be pretty big. It so is. keep your eyes peeled. For that. You can. If you want to check out um, Amico's, Amico's Instagram post, it is at... Uh, and at my, my name, Amico. Uh, Amico. Amico. Yeah. There we go. Uh, you can check out... You'll probably get a bit of an idea, because there's some, there's some pictures on there that we took of in Manchester. Yeah, yeah. Was... I might give you an idea of a vibe that we're going to do in Manchester. Uh, mine is at DJ Keith with a Y... David. Yes. Follow us on Instagram. Yeah. You know what? That's the only thing that I use right now because, to be honest, I was literally thinking about like quitting Facebook because fa- Facebook is so fucking annoying. Why? I don't know because like all you have on there are like grandmas posting shit about their cats. I mean, why honestly, follow- why are you following grandmas? No, that's what you get. Like you get like <laughs> things. You get things on on your you know feed. Like you know, on even Facebook. if yeah, even if you're not following or even if it. Oh my god! Oh, oh, here we have an ASMR moment again. What are you munching? You on? like that? Yeah. What is that? Is that a walnut? It's um. I'm sorry. It's a brandy snap. Oh. It's a very northern thing. Apparently, I took some brandy snaps into my other job that I've got, and that was on the 26th of December. Cause I had loads, mm-hmm. and I took some brandy snap baskets on the first. I went there yesterday, being the seventh. Yeah. Sorry, or whenever you're the day before today's podcast that you've you've listened to. Um, they're still there. No one knows what a brandy snap is. Really? They're not bad. They're not no, bad. I... They just look a bit weird. They look like... Um, look they like look like a dwarf's penis. Yeah, they do. And they look like, you know, like the... the when you circumcise, like like the, like the little part, the end part. <laughs> a very long That one. is a large foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on yeah, a minute. Yeah, yeah. Let me measure this with my phone. Are you trying to tell me... Yeah, <laughs> that well, a brandy snap is like the front part. No, just the front part, me, not the right. not all of it. No, nobody has like that unless you're a fucking <laughs> elephant. Apparently, no. the iPhone's got this new measuring thing on this new. Uh, so move iPhone to start. Okay, it's probably like what is that? Two inches? Two inches oh of foreskin? <laughs> two inches of foreskin? <laughs> it's not got enough light in here. We're literally in a disco here. Yeah, we, we are. We are. Listen, we needed to put ourselves in a mood, so we lit some candles. We put like some, you know, music, some good music on, not the kind of Keith plays. It's um, about three so, inches. Yeah, three at inches. Max. Yeah, yeah, three inches of foreskin. Wow. Yes. No. So next time you're eating a brand snap, just think that could be a yeah. three inch of uh, uh, foreskin, of midget foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think really you could say that yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> At least I went to. Oh yes, I'm midget. sorry, uh, little person foreskin. I'm sorry if, if I offended anyone. <laughs> 
Don't, don't, don't come at me. Don't come at me. I'm just old. That's why I say things like that. Because back then in the day, you could say stuff like that. You know? I don't oh, know. no. Don't, don't get me started on that rubbish. Yeah, exactly. All. It's like everything is like so politically yeah. correct. It's ridiculous. Listen, I just think that whenever you're talking about race, you just, you don't have to be PC. You just have to be... A, like a respectful and I think that's you can make jokes about certain things and, and people but as long as you're not making fun of them as long as like they're in on the joke Objective. I don't know yeah do you know what I mean like when people are in on the on the joke I think that that those kind of jokes work so well but yeah. when you're like being antagonistic and you're like saying oh this and this and this about you know like Latin people I, I, I just don't like it. Like, the thing that annoys me so much is that, like, oh, my gosh, so you're from Latin America. Like, where's your sombrero? <laughs> it's like, bitch. I, I do that all the time. Don't test me. I <laughs> wear no fucking sombrero. You know? I mean, no offense to, like, Mexicans or whomever wears sombreros or whatever, but I just don't. Oh, we, don't we don't wear them. It's very dismissive of you. No. No, offensive to those saying. who wear yeah, no okay. but sombreros aren't part of my culture no I, I like offending I've got a friend called Carlos and we went to go watch this film called Hop Shoots at the cinema it literally is um, Sevilla Vergara mm-hmm. oh very good that's very uh, yeah. improving on that pronunciation it was her and some uh, American actress and uh, I think she's is she Mexican? Colombian who? Sevilla Vergara Colombian is she? Is she? Yeah, she's Colombian. Colombian. Yeah, I thought yeah, she was so Venezuelan. She was, she was on she stage, is. and I was like, you know, to to Carla, she went, I don't understand what what she said. I said, yeah, but she's Spanish. Anyway, no, she's she's Colombian. I said, it's all the same. Apparently, that's wrong. That that is wrong. That is wrong. You're very wrong. You're very wrong. I'm only, I'm and I am deeply I'm... offended. <laughs> I am very deeply offended. I'm literally, literally messing around with you. So we've got Barry House coming up um, pretty much in about, well, straight after this song, I guess. Yes, what are we hearing? What are we hearing? Uh, this is the Barry House 2018 remix of Le Freak. Oh Chic. my God, I can't wait to hear this. A 70s classic. Roll it, baby.
Isle of Freak, Shake the Barry Harris 2018 remix there. That's a good one. That is so good. You know, there's it's really difficult to remix a song that's already like so iconic into something that kind of like matches it. It's it's like really, really difficult to do that. So I loved it. That's what I was saying. It's always everything that pretty much everything it touches is it's the gold. Yeah. I, I really like it. So it's that time we're gonna do the interview now. Oh my gosh, I am so excited for this. But before we say anything, listen, we had some quote unquote technical difficulties. Oh, as always. Yes, yeah, so, you know, the sound quality, my Keith, it, it might not be so good. Mm-hmm. But we we tried to do the best that we could, you know? We did. I, th- I think this day and age as well, because I'm quite old school. I like talking on the phone. Me too, me too. And then uh, we're, 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 t- we're talking to Toronto. And it is via the internet yeah. on on Facebook on messages. Facebook. So it, it was it wasn't great, but yeah. we got the man that we wanted to. We surely did. Now, however, mm. we didn't want him. I mean, we didn't get you him. wanted him. No, we didn't get him as long and extended as we first wanted to. But I think I think I think you'll get the point with this interview, which we thoroughly enjoyed, to yes. be honest. And I think you guys will too. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. The legend that is Barry Harris. Y'all haters corny with that Illuminati mess. Paparazzi, catch my fly and my cocky fresh. Okay, so we want to start the new year with a 30 bitching band. So we thought we'd get in touch with, especially one of my favourite DJs and producers. Uh, they're not yours, but I'm, I'm guessing you like him. A, uh, t- no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said earlier that you actually liked his. He's so scary, oh, uh, yes. He was really sexy. He's like a daddy. He's a daddy. Uh, topping the Billboard charts more than 20 times. So it's quite amazing feat to do. Uh, working with the biggest names in the industry, including Beyonce, Beyonce, Cher and Madonna. He's one of the first producers, do you know this? He's one of the first producers and remixes to obtain a top five Billboard chart hit in each of the decades on the 80s, 90s, 2000. Oh, and wow. The 10s. I had no idea. I know, right? Okay. And no matter what age you are, you'll have danced to definitely one of his remixes. We could only be talking about one and only the legendary Barry Harris. Harris. Yes. Yeah. Maybe we should have, like, you know, like streams and flyers, <laughs> you know, those little New Year's like sounds whenever like they're going off. Hey, Barry, uh, was that big enough for you? Oh, yes. My head will not fit out the door now, and it's all your fault. Now, before we get started, I wanted to read off some names to you, Barry. Uh, Madonna, Britney, Christina, Whitney, Enrique, Ooh, Jennifer Lopez, mm. Mary J. Blythe, Celine Cher, mm. Janet Jackson, Spice Girls, Leanne Rhymes. Gonna be cut. Take it off on your touch. Okay, okay, but come on now. We have Pink, Ariana Grande, Justin Bieber, The Chainsmokers, Beyonce, like we said before, Taylor Swift, Adele, Calvin Harris, Rihanna. Justin Timberlake, which nobody cares about. What? <laughs> uh, Ellie Golding, Megan Trainer, and uh, CS. So listen, Barry, I Wikipedia'd your name, <laughs> and I noticed <laughs> that you started a band called Sick Seconds, not Six, Sick Seconds, and uh, I really would have never pictured you to be a rock or alternative person kind of guy. <laughs> explain yourself oh that was just me getting some of that off my chest and out of i just wanted to do the the i wanted to get away from dance for a while i want to go back to some of my my teen roots and stuff and i've done that often now and then it was more like a hobby type band for a while a couple of years i just wanted to get do something entirely different just to just cleanse my palate it was nice to yell and scream for a while for a couple of years and play an instrument again and do a band thing it was just it was just a nice distraction Yes, for a couple of years. So was rock where you got your influences from then? Oh, rock? Um, oh, no, not, no. 
not necessarily. I bounced all over. No, because when I did the, the I beg your pardon in the eighties, that was very well eighties at the time and New Order influenced. Okay. Um. Well, then the, everything in the eighties was more like alternative rock in a way, anyways. And then the nineties, it was all the beginning of the housey stuff. I mean, I've kind of done it all. I I like all genres. There's I I have no dislike for very many dance, pop, or rock, or all, you know, hip-hop, whatever. I'm, I'm open to pretty much everything and anything, really. Well, like, when I was a teenager, I was into that stuff before I came out and doing, like, so that, I, I've always, I've been, a, I'm like, I'm a fan of so many different genres. I'm not, you know, I'm not just stuck on one little planet. I'm, the, 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 the universe interests me. So about what yes. age did you come out, then? Uh, uh, when I, when did I come out? Well, when I was 16. Thirsty! <laughs> 16! We didn't go clubbing though when you were sixteen. Did you? Oh yeah, I was absolutely for sure, absolutely. That's why I've, I've, I've got such this gigantic library history of dance music as well. In Interesting. My head. Um, so I know that I personally have been influenced a lot about like with UK music, and I know that uh, not only music but UK men's. But Tommy, uh, were you influenced? Any inch by UK house music specifically? Oh yeah, because being from Canada here, we were always. And not, maybe not so much. It's different now, but definitely in the '80s and '90s and '00s, we've always been. We're Toronto being right in the middle of uh, European and London influence, really? as well as New York. So we're kind of we're almost kind of in the middle in a way, if that makes sense. So Toronto's been very influenced from both the UK and New York. Yes, for sure. So, Barry, let's talk about Thunderpuss then. Obviously, it's going to be a bit inevitable, seeing as you're on our podcast. So how did that come about? Because you started to work with Chris Cox, who's obviously a legend himself. And more importantly for me, Thunderpuss, how did that name come about? Well, I met him when I was making the, the, the Con Can, second Con Can record in New York. Um, I was introduced to him then. And he was working at Hot Tracks, which was like a, a DJ pool, like DM, is it, was it, what was it, DMC? Yeah, okay, so in the States, there was uh, Hot Tracks and Ultimex and uh, Raging Mates and those. He, he was an editor of one of those. So we just kind of became friends throughout the 90s. And eventually, uh, by the late 90s, we decided that we, I'd moved to L.A. down there with him. And him up. At that time, he had an independent label, Internet Records, that, which was very into the, the Euro sound, like the Mr. Van and Be My Lovers and all that type of stuff. And they had a distribution deal. So in those days, any indie to have a distribution deal was a big thing to get. So uh, the future looked very bright and rosy. So I decided to come down and we I'd work with them at their little private studio. And Thunderpuss kind of alter ego of our, uh, originally it was going to be like the more underground New Yorkie type sound from for that label, some kind of cool. So it was kind of an alter ego. Um, and eventually, as you've noticed, it kind, of, it kind of took over much bigger very quickly. So I think one of the most iconic remixes, especially on the gay scene, definitely was a Thunderpuss remix of Whitney Houston. Oh, yes. It's not right, but it's okay. Oh, yes. Come on, let's take Come a listen. Come on. Bring it out, girl. Then they 
such immense success with Thunderpuss I was really surprised that he took some uh, well a few years out from um, working as a DJ producer why is that well there was, there was a lot of there was a lot of reasons you know I mean I don't I don't just put something just if, just if there's something in particular but if there's about three or four or five different things that all add up to it like okay it's time to close this chapter and do something else um you know, I felt the times. One of the main reasons I felt the times were changing. Obviously, they were. Looking back, it felt like the right time. It felt like that era was coming to a close, and I really wanted Thunderpuss as a strong legacy. I didn't want to be fading off into the sunset, looking being desperate for the next five, six years as the times were changing. And Plus our relationship, we had done so much work together, was getting, you know, a little strange, just like any kind of relationship, working relationship, things, you know, success changes everybody as well. And it just, you know, there's a lot of different reasons. Me living in L.A., I had enough of L.A. as well, Los Angeles. And I didn't really like at that time where American game music was heading. I didn't, I felt it was going down some kind of, Rabbit hole. I wasn't interested in going along with. I was. I was. I was happy to walk away and just stand back outside of the game for a few years and decide to come back in when I was ready. When I felt time to change enough. So Barry, tell me a little bit about the sound that you're mixing now, because the sound that you have right now is actually quite a little bit of a commercial tribal vibe. Um, which is a little bit different to what's actually going on here in the UK right now. Can you tell me a little bit of how you're getting the feeling for the sound that you're actually producing right now at the moment? Oh, I, I, I pick a song that I like. Um, and it, it, I, I don't know. I mean, I just kind of do what I do. And some, sometimes magic happens and sometimes it doesn't. For to be around this long, you have to go with the changes and the ebbs and tides of the flows from, you know, your own high energy and house and you know, UK influenced and gosh, New York influenced, all that stuff. The Miami sound throughout the eighties and stuff. It's there's so many different genres and you know now, Barry, you obviously don't just create remix gold, uh, which obviously you do because I play them all when I'm DJ. Uh, but you've also got a series of singles that are out, one of which is amongst my all time favourites. It was featured on the US version of Queer as Folk. If yes. you've not seen you millennials, if you've not seen that yet, you need to watch that. It's amazing. Well they're having a reboot of that. Yeah, I know, girl. Shit. Don't get me started. Uh, you say, you see the homoerotic Andrew Christians. Now, say, have a look at Andrew Christian Carwash on YouTube. There is a, a, an extra explicit version on their website. Uh, and more recently, it's been having some fresh new remixes. Dive Into the Pool is another iconic track, and I cannot believe it's 20 years no, old. No, girl. That's never gone away. That's like Whitney. I was like, 
my God, it was just the simplest concept. Like, I mean, it's such a silly, simple idea. And boy, did it ever stick for generations to come. Boy, did I ever. Never thought that we'd be still talking about that 20 years later. Tell sure. me, who is next on your list to work with? Or is it purely based on uh, the songs that you listen to or like? Oh, gosh. I, I, I don't know. I just do what I do, what feels right for the... It depends on the song. Sometimes... I'm all. I also think very crossover. I want. I want to. How do I explain it? Uh, sometimes I'll do things that are a little tribally. Sometimes I won't. Um, sometimes I'll incorporate the original song. I mean, it depends on the culture and the times and the song. And um, oh, I love that. Yeah. Uh, like adding all together, I just do what feels to be the right thing. Sometimes I will remix it, and sometimes I won't. Sometimes I'll just take the original and make it fit. It, 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 in this day and age, I feel, I sense that the new generation club goers don't like remixes. So I keep that into consideration and sometimes now don't necessarily reinvent the wheel and try to keep as much of the original song within the mix. DJ friendly. You know, it's, 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 it depends on the times, right? It just feels like this is the times. And this, to me, feels like it's the right thing to do. It was very nice. I've, I've, I've been quite enjoying going back to house. It's kind of like what's old is new again. And I'm quite happy to kind of be doing the new current reinvention of house now for, you know, the past couple of years. It just, it's interesting. It's fun. It's musical. It's, yeah, I enjoy doing it. Now, again. Baron, spill the tea. You told us a couple of weeks ago that you had something big, big in the pipeline. <laughs> Is it an exclusive that you can give us or do you have to be tight-lipped? Oh, I haven't heard. There's something that I can't say anything yet, out, out yet. I was sworn to secrecy. That's right. Yeah, there's, it's, 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 it's more like an underground artist that's about to get a big push, apparently. Okay. So I and I just Now, there's times when you have to play the game and just kind of back off and be prepared. And then other times I don't, and this is one where I I can't I can't yet. I mean, it was kind of like that when I did What About Us. I had to be very very patient with that. That took weeks to get her her approval on that, and it was that was a tough one because I was watching all these bootlegs come out, and I'm just sitting there squirming, going no. I still don't know and I can't. Well, thank you very much, Barry. It's been a huge pleasure for me having you on our Thirsty Bitch podcast and amazing to get to speak to you. Uh, I'd just like to wish you all the... Well, we'd like to wish you all the best of the future. Yes. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to talk to us because we know that it's it can be a little bit intimidating to talk to two... Two, not one, thirsty bitches. You know, it's a little bit difficult. <laughs> and Barry, I can't wait to drop your music into my new sets uh, coming up soon as well. So we're going to end this interview with your single, which is probably the most iconic yes. single that you've released. Yes. Dive into the pool, featured on Cruise Folk, and here it is. Let's hear wow, it. Oh, thank you. Fun stuff. There we go, the Barry Harris interview. That was all expecting. Amazing, eh? Oh, my God. It was so iconic. Literally, like, how amazing is Barry Harris? Not only is he an amazing, like, DJ remixer, but he's also such a hot Ooh, Yeah, you like him, don't you? I think we need to get you a flight over to Toronto and go meet him. Yes, we need a, a flight and a butt plug. We need a flight and a butt plug. butt plug. Yes, for me. <laughs> what, are you going to yeah. sit on the flight? <laughs> exactly, I need a butt plug for the flight. 
Uh, that's pretty much it for the 30-bit podcast, the Barry Harry special on that one. Uh, we've got, coming up next, well, about three, uh, yeah. Valentine's Day next month. Yeah, listen, you guys ain't ready for what we have next month prepared for you. Well, how, how often were you doing these things, to be honest? Uh, every three weeks, I guess. Every three weeks, okay. Well, Whenever you can get your gin-soaked ass out of bed. Exactly. Whenever I can be bothered. Uh, anyway, so we are going to have none other than a sexpert answering and giving us the down low on what we need to do to make our Valentine's Day better, hotter, and hornier for all us gays because let's face it, all us gays are horny, disgusting. But you are. Well, honey, those who can will. <laughs> not not those that are ugly. I'm no like offense. me. Yeah. Like no, me. I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. But listen. If you if you have any questions, please, Keith, take it away. I mean, come on. Uh, yeah, get in touch with us. Instagram at Thirsty Beach UK. Either drop us a message on there, or comment that. We might read them out. I mean, you tr- I'm sure you're gonna troll us, but if you don't, if you don't want it, then we've got a telephone number. What telephone number? I'm so nineteen. Yes. 0752391027 You can WhatsApp us if you want to send us a picture, maybe you know, dick pics. Uh, or, you might pics. Come, <laughs> or if you've got a question about maybe you want to spice up your love life, or maybe you just want to know how to uh, maybe be a, a complete bottom. Yeah. Or maybe, or maybe you want to be like a complete top, but you've been known as a complete bottom and you want to change your ways. Just drop the drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop the drugs, you can be a top. That's true. true. (laughs) Right, 0752391027. We'll read out your comments next time with our special guest for our sex expert. That's pretty much it from us. So you're going to say goodbye. Say goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. And bitches, remember to always... Stay thirsty. Stay thirsty. Bye.